0: You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, everyone. This is Michael Zuber. It is October 26th, Monday, October 26th, and this is your daily financial news. If you don't know what our daily financial news is, it is a live broadcast kind of highlighting what is going on in the markets, real estate, cost of capital, consumers, just things that caught my attention. I go ahead and create this every day about 7.30. If you'd like to get your daily financial news, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up, subscribe button, and notification would be helpful. I do my best to do these seven days a week, yes, weekends included, so that we can talk about money, investing, and what is going on with the consumer. When I look at the week as we set it up for Monday, uh, as I said over the weekend, I think it's going to be a pretty bumpy week. I think there's going to be lots of headline risk. I think there's going to be a lot of I don't know, skewed, manipulated headlines meant to incite reaction. I believe this is going to come from both sides. And for anybody who tries to stay in the middle like myself, it's going to it's going to feel it's going to be a rough week and I am looking for, forward to the election being over. So just realize this week we have election headline risk. We have stimulus risk. We have health crisis, which is getting a lot of play this morning. We're going to have stock market you know, issues. We have big tech earnings this week and just a lot of things going on. So make sure you take a breath this week. It's going to be, I'm afraid it's going to be a pretty chaotic week. So just realize that going in, try not to be overly... Um, emotional, if you will. And let's uh, let's get through this. Let's get to the weekend and have some fun. So a couple of things caught my attention today. First and foremost, I saw that Mark Meadows, aka the White House, is saying we are not going to control the health crisis. I thought that was a pretty weak statement. I think if you watch the rest of the world, like I do, you can see that other countries have. Now, you know we have made choices, right? Individual states, citizens, all you know, cities have made choices, but to say we can't is um, kind of giving up, right? There are choices to be made, uh, but yeah, we are we are where we are now as a country, and I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. At least numerically, we shall see. Uh, we did have the largest IPO ever. It's actually not listed in the U.S. It's listed in Asia. It's Ant Group, uh, essentially valued at $313 billion, largest IPO ever. Essentially, it's a financial services company uh, listed in Hong Kong. Big earnings out of Europe, specifically Germany this morning. Uh, They have their largest software maker, SAP. Uh, It is a seller of ERP and CRM systems big monolithic software systems that large companies use. And this health crisis caught up. There's a lot of the sector that's not working, right? Universities aren't buying software, Uh, hospitals. There's a lot of, lots of businesses that aren't buying software. And when you sell large perpetual licenses like SAP, you are going to have lumpy quarters. That's why SAP is all about the cloud. They came out this morning in their earnings and said, yep, we missed top line. Yep, we missed bottom line. We are going to go cloud. Now, what does that mean for someone that's not in software? Essentially, they used to sell million-dollar software solutions, take all the revenue. The, the quarter it closed, they're going to move to cloud where you can get monthly reoccurring revenue. It is essentially how companies like ServiceNow uh, have been able to you know, show great growth because they they have, I don't know, 80% of their quarter made because they have subscription revenue. Uh, Adobe did this a couple of years ago quite successfully, but it takes a while. So expect expect a slow turnaround at SAP just because it takes a wild transition off perpetual to cloud-based or monthly uh, reoccurring revenue. And again, they have slashed their um, revenue and profit out going out to next year as well. So going to be going to be interesting. Dunkin' Brands, best known, at least I know it, is Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, They are looking to potentially be sold. Inspired Brands, it's a private company, owns Arby's. Uh, They are looking to take Dunkin' Private Private, for $106.50 a share. uh, Before the market opened, that was about a 20% premium. Uh, I think that's interesting, right? Inspired Brands, restaurants, fast food, taking Dunkin' Private. It'll be interesting to see. Again, I'm guessing Duncan is suffering in this crisis, so this could be a way to get out of the public markets. 20% premium, not bad either. So again, people are looking to acquire, right, because debt is so cheap. If you can buy companies today, uh, just look at the energy sector. We talked last week about two energy sector deals that were all, all debt in stock, no cash. Uh, there, there could be a great time to buy companies if you can get the debt. Uh, as we go through this, folks, I just want to stop for a minute, remind you to give me a thumbs up. Uh, as Graham Stephan says, the earlier the thumbs up come, uh, the better for the YouTube algorithm. And if you like your daily updates, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. But realize I create three to four videos a day. They're usually live, no editing. So if you do subscribe, just be warned. There's a bunch of content coming, which you can choose to watch or not didn't want you to have any missed expectations there. Uh, next up I did see uh, I do watch sports as we've shared a couple of times I, I'm a Golden State Warriors season ticket holder but I saw one of the uh, weakest moves in a football game yesterday. Allow me to digress just for a minute. in football you often are trying to protect the quarterback uh, the Dallas Cowboys are have their second quarterback I forget his name already but he was he was hit. In a very vicious way, and historically speaking, in football, when you hit the quarterback, your teammates stand up for you. And I saw the weakest move I've seen in an NFL team. Nobody uh, stuck up or stood up for Andy Dalton, which is his name. And I was uh, I was saddened by that. It's that's a broken team right there when you're not standing up for your quarterback. Um, so I thought that was a pretty weak move. All right, back to the news. Again, I tell you all the things I've, I'm. Follow every day. I just share with you. Uh, New home sales came out today. This was something I talked about Saturday that might be market moving. Uh, Depends on the headline they want to read. It's down 3%, 3 3.5% month on month. Uh, But realize it's up 32.1% year on year. Wow. That year on year number is pretty impressive. Uh, Another thing we're starting to watch is commercial property. I think I've been pretty clear that I think. I think this crisis is going to be one that is ripe for commercial de- defaults and, you know, foreclosures. Uh, finally, got some numbers on the commercial impact from two thousand and eight. It looks like the banks suffered about twenty-five to thirty percent of their total losses were from commercial property owners. Commercial is a big bucket. Think hotels, retail, multifamily. Uh, 2008 was very much a residential pain, so most of their write-offs were residential. But what we are seeing this crisis, I believe residential is going to be minuscule, maybe 10 maybe 15%, but commercial is going to be a whopper, and it's going to come soon. Um, retail, hospitality, oil and gas, I mean, there's so many areas that are right on the cusp and more and more hotels are already giving up, sending their keys in. And um, the only good news for banks is about 50% of all commercial financing is not done by banks, which will give them a break, but also likely cause more foreclosures. So um, that's interesting to watch. And um, yeah, just got to watch out for that stuff. So uh, just want to shout out cash flow. Gonzalo, how you doing, man? Look like you're going to sign up for the course this morning. I look forward to getting you in there. Join the group so we can talk every Saturday. Uh, That's where I do my one-on-one or my group mentoring. Uh, Next thing, I just saw that Tesla is going to be shipping 7,000 vehicles from China to Europe, Uh, 7,000 Model S. I'm not sure what that means. I don't know if that's something to read into it. I'm I'm not in Tesla stock by any means, but Does that mean they're producing so many units that China can't consume? Or do they maybe have an assembly line dedicated to Europe and they're shipping that stuff? It'll be interesting to see what's going on. Tesla is bringing on more and more capacity, um, right? Texas Gigafactory and the like coming up in the US. And then finally, something I just caught before I started this broadcast, Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley came out and said it's time to go all in on emerging, emerging market currencies. That headline caught my attention. I scanned the article quickly. Essentially, they are saying, we are underpricing a blue wave. And if that's true, they are going to basically spend like drunken sailors, deteriorate the dollar, and the rest of the world will behave stronger than us. I uh, I need to read some more about that uh I think it's a sad state of affairs when uh, when a major institution says go all in on emerging markets currency and not the U.S. dollar. It's a sign of the times, I'm afraid. I think there is a general realization that we had a three trillion dollar deficit the year that just ended, and uh, if we did have a blue wave, it's going to be bigger next year. Uh, I think I think you could see four or five trillion dollar stimulus bill or bills in the first 90 to 180 days and that would be that has to be inflationary it just has to be so in the end that's what i got for you today lots of stuff going on we'll be uh, interviewing greg at eight and i've created a video based on some questions from the group on the stages of real estate investors all the way from stage zero to stage four and what is done in each stage how do you go from one to two two to three I've got the PowerPoint. I just need to record it for you later today. But you can look forward to that coming out as well. All right, everybody. Remember, thumbs up, subscribe, and have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye.